Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work. But more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job, or maybe you've been unemployed for a while, or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Sabina. Real quick, I wanted to give a very brief introduction. Earlier this week, I launched my part one interview with author Jocelyn Davis, promoting her new book, Insubordinate. And we talked about a lot of things leadership, a lot of things to impact your, your job search. But one of the key things we discussed was how maybe being insubordinate isn't insubordinate anymore, and it is really just standing up and doing the right thing. So sit back, listen to the second half of my fantastic interview with one of my favorite people, one of my favorite authors, Jocelyn Davis. So let's talk about the good stuff that's happening for you. And you alluded to this. You have the book. It's been out since March. And I love that it was released during International Women's Month. We made a lot of we made a lot of posts and a lot of great comments about that. What I love is that you've taken it further. It's not just releasing the book. You are leading a book tour called Beyond Lean In. How did this come about? And tell me a little bit about the tour. And yes, it does feel silly asking you that question because I'm lucky enough to have been invited to be along. I'm honored enough. So tell our listeners about it, not just me. This is the name of the tour is Beyond Lean In, Women Redefining Leadership. And the idea came about for me really because I wanted to, I wanted to do a book tour for Insubordinate. And my publicist said, well, if you if you want to like actually go and do something in person and in different cities, then it's best to have a partner, a local partner to be in conversation with, because unless you're super famous, you, you can parachute into a city and say, hey, come to my book talk and nobody's going to show up because they don't know you. But if you have a local partner, then they'll be able to you know bring their local people in. That was her suggestion, very good suggestion. And I I took her up on it thinking, oh, hey, maybe I could go to Washington, D.C. Sabina is there. There's another author, Jennifer McCollum, 
who is the CEO of a company called Linkage, and she has a book coming out in November called In Her Own Voice, the CEO's A Woman's Rise to CEO. I had this thought, okay, I'll, I could go to DC and do a do something there. But then I started asking people, who, what other, what, what women authors do who have something to say about leadership or careers that I could potentially team up with in, in different cities in New York or LA or wherever. And I started to get these suggestions from my network, many who were from my, my old forum network saying, oh, what about Julie Giuliani? Oh, what about Marissa Santoro? What about Diana Maldonado and Austin? What about this? What about that? So I started to get these suggestions and I was like, oh, but I'm not, I'm not going to LA. Uh, uh, no, I don't think I, I mean, I, yeah, I could go to Austin because, wow, my daughter's there. And so that would be fun. But I, I I didn't have the sense that I was going to do this national tour. But then I started to think, why not? Here are these women who are, who have recent books out, who have really interesting things to say from a different perspective on leadership, ambition, and career success. This idea of women redefining leadership sort of came to my mind. And before I knew it, <laughs> I had 15 authors all together, five cities happening in all in the fall, kicking off September 28th in New York. And in each location, we have four or five uh, authors, again, all women, <clears throat> who will be on a panel giving talks about their, their recent work and their perspective on these topics, uh, having a discussion, in many cases led by Sabina. She's our discussant for, for the East Coast stops. Uh, but we'll have a panel discussion, we'll have interaction with the audience, and then we will sign our books. It's a, it's a wonderful opportunity for us, of course, as, as authors, but also I think for Anyone who is interested in this this whole sort of area of leadership, career success, how can we look at it through a different lens? Because for so long, it's been, well, it's been lean in. The, the reason the tour is called Beyond Lean In is because I, for one, am over being told to lean in. And I talk about this in Insubordinate, that lean in was is great as a message, but like we need you need to say more than that. And it's not just about lean in. And it's not just about start with why or who moved my cheese or <laughs> the seven seven habits of highly effective people or how to win friends and influence people. All those leadership classics, we need to move beyond and get some fresh perspectives. For some people who might not understand or, or recall or know the concept of lean in, if you could explain that briefly. And as you said that, I'm, I was thinking of the other, there are like, I've been handing out the same books in leadership development or referencing them. And one thing I, I always told people, and now it sounds, it used to sound neat. And now I think it sounds dreadful not to knock it, but seven habits is actually a recycle of Ben Franklin. That lets you know how that's been carrying around. And we yeah. are looking at the employment landscape differently. I say this in every yeah. post. I say it all the time. 
I definitely credit the younger workplace generations for being strong enough to be insubordinate and say the things that a lot of us were thinking in our careers. But explain to people the lean in concept, because I don't know if everybody is familiar with it. Lean in was the title of is the title of a book by Sheryl Sandberg, who is the COO of Facebook, or I guess now it's called Meta. But she came out with Lean In in, it was based on her TED Talk. It, it came out in 2013, was a huge bestseller. I think one of the best-selling leadership books, certainly the best-selling women and leadership books of, of all time. It made a big hit. It, it is a book that I've read and I admire. I admire her message because it's... <laughs> It's really, uh, well, as I say, an insubordinate. It's when you when all you do is lean in, or when when all your when all you hear is people telling you to lean in, it's just exhausting, and it's not even clear how that serves you to to just be told, well, try harder, make more of an effort, be more bold. I mean, maybe you're not a bold sort of a person. Maybe you're not like Sheryl Sandberg, who is a, a real go-getter, extrovert, hard-charging type of leader. Maybe you're not like that. I'm not like that. I think it's much more helpful to be, as I as I say in the book, not to just lean in, but to to flow through, to shine bright, to fly high. There's all these different angles that you can take that are not as just one-dimensional as lean-in. Lean-in is very one-dimensional. And I would argue that we, especially women, are three-dimensional and we can expand, you know, spherically and, and fly high, grow big, be brave, be empathetic, be analytic, be, be bold, be flexible. There's all sorts of ways to be that are that take us beyond lean in. And this brings me back to the archetypes of now, thanks to you, when I hear the lean in thing, and I admit, I, I do sometimes state like lean in, but I don't mean it that way. I might have to rethink that. But the idea of go harder, go deeper as that one level, that one dimension, not serving you. I go to what's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And I had that epiphany in that workshop with you where I was like, okay, like Snow Queen's not working in this. I'm a Snow Queen. Snow Queen's not working in this particular scenario. I bet something else might. And I have been playing around with that a little bit with success. And it is not as difficult as I thought it would be. It's more me practicing it. I've been just trying little things here and there. I need to set better boundaries and I need to not wait for things to happen for me, but make them happen and maybe go into the more out there and daring type. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting success. Uh, I think that having that as the concept of the tour is a great idea because we are thinking more about we work differently now. We don't have to do what everybody else is doing. And that is starting to be valued in the workplace. I'm seeing it. 
Yeah. And so <laughs> what, tell me more about like, what else should people know about the tour? So let's the, the five cities, tell me the five cities again. We are in New York first, New York City, then Boston, then Washington, D.C., then Austin, Texas, and finally Los Angeles. And this is all happening between September 28th and October 17th. And the way to learn more is probably the easiest way is to go to my website, which is jocelynrdavis.com. And you'll find a page there that's all about the Beyond Lean In Tour. Um, you can also uh, search on Eventbrite because all of the all of the events in each city are are there. Some of them are already on Eventbrite. Some of them are, are will be in the next few weeks. But if you go on Eventbrite and just search Beyond Lean In, you will you will see the events come up. So either way, either Eventbrite Beyond Lean In or go to jocelynrdavis.com. And I'll put all of this in liner notes. I am a participant in the tour. I'm so honored. Keep following me on LinkedIn. I will continue. I will start doing a lot more publicity on this. I really recommend connecting with Jocelyn besides talking about the tour. She has some great insights into the world of work. Who should come to these events for the tour? Who mm. is it just leaders? Is it just women? Who who's who's our audience here? It our audience is anybody who is looking for fresh ideas on leadership, career success, yeah, or careers in general. Anybody who wants to get some different takes on that, to find to discover some new books, particularly so if you are a reader and you're a, a little tired of reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or Good to Great or whatever, you just had it and you're looking for something that's really different. These women on this tour are, I very carefully curated them to find, I mean, they, they happen to be women because I think women are the ones who are really redefining leadership these days. But but this is certainly not just for women. It's for anybody who is interested in getting that fresh perspective on on these topics. And and if I can add, this is something I found myself. It's not just the books themselves. I, I've definitely been doing a lot of summer reading, but mm -hmm. it's also thought leaders. These yes. are new ways of looking at things. And I'm following somebody on the tour just did this really great podcast that I listened to last night and their group to follow on LinkedIn. And it is a it, it's a different way of looking at work, at life, at how you run your career, because when the day is done, you're responsible for your career. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that happened, I'll share with everybody listening, Jocelyn reached out to me to see if I knew anybody since I'm outside of D.C. who might be able to help us with the group, with the event, be it just I call it the concierge role because that was what I could think of, of helping people like into the room and with books and just anything that we need to be pretty much like our face of kind of thing. And I recommended, I reached out to my network. I had lots of people write back saying, I want to do it. I picked someone I thought would be really great for it. And she's going to bring her daughter who will be starting college soon. And I love that already the next generation is coming to this. I, yes. I would encourage someone to do that as well. And because mm -hmm. In an odd way, 
you're bringing your daughter to this. Yes. Yes. My <laughs> daughter, who is a, a PhD candidate in government at the Austin, she's going to be our facilitator slash discussant at the Austin event on October 12th. So yes, very exciting. I, I too, I'm hoping that people will bring their daughters, bring their sons. We need yes. young, husbands, yeah, young people, partners. husbands, partners, friends. Yes. All are welcome. And just real quick, I think people might be thinking, okay, I have a, a nine to five job. I have an entry level job. Maybe I'm in manufacturing or definitely DC government. Maybe this isn't for me because I'm not a leader. What are your thoughts on that? Hmm. Uh, I, I, these days I'm finding that leadership more and more really means self-leadership. Mm-hmm. Like that's the number one job for any leaders to start by leading yourself. Many of these thought leaders, authors on this tour are, their books are, this is what I mean by fresh perspective on leadership. It's not about how do you be a boss? It's about how do you lead yourself? How do you gain more self-awareness? My brother, I'll say this a little bit tongue in cheek, my brother over in, uh, he lives in England. He's about to teach a course on inclusive leadership. And he he reached out to me for some from thoughts for, for some thoughts and I and and so I was <laughs> recommending my books to him, obviously. But he said he said, "Oh yeah, this is this is really great because I really feel that leadership at the end of the day it's it's about learning how not to be stupid." <laughs> and I, I was like, "I love that. Yes, it is. Leadership is about learning how not to be stupid." So my brother, yeah, he so he said. Leadership is really about not, it's just about not being stupid, right? Or learning how not to be stupid, mm-hmm. um, which I love I like because I think that all of us, no matter what our title may be, no matter what our position may be or our role in life, we can all you know, do a little bit of, of learning how not to be stupid. So even though that's tongue in cheek, I, I, I like it. I do. I like that. And Apparently, your entire family, this is a thread of learning and profession of leadership and so forth, because your husband also comes from this world of like learning and academia too, right? Yes, yes. So he is, my husband is a, now emeritus. He is retired yes. as of a few months ago, but he is a was a faculty member, professor, tutor at St. John's College, which is which is your alma mater too. As well. Yes. Yes. Another, another thing you and I have in common, it's uncanny. What do you want somebody to walk away from one of these beyond lean in events to, to get out of it? What do you want them to leave thinking, feeling? Great question. Honestly, I would like them to walk out having feeling great about having met and, and sort of added to their their both their sort of personal network, but also their, I guess, their intellectual network and professional network, just to walk out feeling like they have been introduced to people and ideas and emotions, I guess, that that help them thrive in their career, wherever they are, whether they are in a job right now or independent or looking for work just feeling like they have made some great new connections to help them in their career. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I would also say, if you're in the New York area, don't just think about the New York event. 
uh, you'll see the other events and their authors and think about getting their books or following them on LinkedIn or other social media, this is an opportunity to start this new way of going beyond Lean In and learning a lot more about leadership work, but most of all, I think yourself. We could talk about this for many more hours, and I'm sure we will. But as we wrap up this episode of the podcast, we love stories here. And I know we've gone through a couple, but is there a leadership story that maybe you'd like to share, maybe that ties into our overall theme of unemployment, that for anyone out there listening, maybe they can learn from you or a situation, anything that you want to share? Mm. Well, actually, I was I was going to share the Mylar flip chart story. That was my plan. But you know how much I love you, that story. You you, you, spoil, you spoiled it. You spoiled it. So I'm just going to interrupt you real quick. That story made me want to seek you out. I found seeking you out incredibly intimidating, a little stalkery. And <laughs> it was, if for those of you who come to an event, I will say this. Jocelyn's amazing. She's very personable and warm and so forth, but on the surface, intimidating. You're very polished and you're intelligent and you have this great career. For someone who the idea of a book was just this little kernel in my brain at the time to reach out to you. And because I've reached out to a lot of people who never reached back to me. Now they yeah. a little more now. But back then, not so much. And you were immediately like, oh, hey, great to meet you and everything else. And of course, I'm like, what's wrong with her that she wants to meet me and talk to me? But I was so gratified. And that story definitely added this, like, made you human to me. It wasn't just this author. It was someone who had been an employee and had come into work every day and I love that story. I will always cite that story. I'm trying to think about it, sort of the the, the unemployment story, uh, and but and I think in a way I've shared, I've shared everything already. But I just here's what I would. This isn't a story exactly, but it's a it's a it's another piece of advice. If you find yourself, if you find yourself out of work. We're looking for work and, and and or somebody who is out of work looking for work. The best advice that I that I found when I when I left my job is that it makes a huge, huge difference on both sides for people to a feel like they can reach out to you and talk to you openly and honestly about what happened to you. And if you are the person on the who has been let go or whatever to to have people reach out to you so for for the for all of the introverts out there and I I am one intimidating introvert I often have to remind myself that people are people who are not reaching out may not be reaching out because because they just don't as you said they don't know what to say and they find the whole situation you and the whole situation intimidating they don't know how you're going to receive them, whatever. So you also need to make the effort to just, I don't know, throw, throw your pride away 
and reach out to people and say, this is my situation. This is, I was let go or I, I resigned or I, I'm looking for work. Just be super open about it. And that will encourage people to then be equally open and reaching out to you and talking about your situation and helping you out. I love that. And I do think that's a leadership story onto its own. I, I've seen it happen. I've had it happen to me. And I also think people will surprise you. Again, I was surprised you wrote back to me. Mm -hmm. I'm ecstatically surprised that our relationship has developed the way it has and evolved. I never would have thought when I sent that email of like, hey, I loved your book, that I would be a part of a book tour with you in less than five years. And I will also say this. People, and especially women, seem to have this reputation of not wanting to help others. Yes. Being very ter territorial. And there are people out there like that. Mm -hmm. Of course there are. But I also think there are people out there like you and me and that have relationships like this. You've gone out of your way to help me out. You've you've very nicely corrected some things I had wrong on my first book. You were very nice and polite. You read my first book. And then you wrote a blurb. You've always supported me on social media to others. And I'm so appreciative. I'm happy to support you in return. But then for me, the takeaway is I have to support others as well mm -hmm. because that's the way this works. Yeah. And I try to do that. You've been a great role model for me. I hope someone is inspired by what I do to return the favor to someone else they either know or don't know. Yeah. And I, to me, that's a huge part of this tour Yeah. and why I'm so excited yeah. to be a part of it. You have, you, you, and I, I mean, you particularly and, and everybody, all your listeners, you have so much to give and don't always, and as women, especially, we don't always realize maybe I'm intimidating, but I need help. more about as, me. I need help. <laughs> no, I've been, no, I've been called that. I, people say that to me a lot. Oh yeah. You're intimidating. And maybe that's true. I am the snow queen, but I, I, I need help often and as, as much as anybody. And the, the, the most Sheryl Sandberg needs help everybody can use some help and some support and 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 we have it in our power all of us have it in our power to give that help more often than we think there's always someone better off than you mm -hmm. and worse off than you no matter what mm -hmm. and <laughs> that's just and the even way the people works. even the people better yes. off than you still need your help <laughs> often it's in different areas it's you never know what anyone else is going through. And yep. you might be pleasantly surprised by what happens. I never thought that that message on LinkedIn was going to end in this. And I'm so delighted. Mm -hmm. I like, wow, what would my life be right now if it weren't for this and so many other things that I took that risk for? And I thank you for responding kindly and supporting me. I will always support you. And I will say this. I've reached out to every author on the tour, even for cities I'm not going to be at. And everybody has just responded so enthusiastically and mm -hmm. connected with me and responded to posts and reached out. And it's this amazing feeling. I'm so excited for the fall. I hope nice. we're going to, people are going to come. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. 
anything in closing? I think you already hit some great notes here. We talked about how to get in touch with you for the tour, reaching out to your website, connecting with you, other authors on LinkedIn, social media. Anything else that we can add today? I think that's it. See you see you at the Beyond Lean In tour. Everybody, hope yeah. to meet you. Can I, um, I love ambushing people on when we're recording, but maybe when in the winter, when we're resting, maybe we can come back, have you come back and talk about like reflections from the tour? Yes, indeed. That would love be great. It. That would be great. Okay. Thank you everybody for listening. My guest has been Jocelyn Davis, multiple book author, but most recently of Insubordinate. I really recommend this book. I think it'd be a great gift for somebody. It is something I keep learning from, and it's, I love when things are educational and fun at the same time, and I would definitely categorize your book that way. I hope that's okay. Yes. Um, we nice. have to have a little fun with it, but absolutely. Thank you, thank you, Jocelyn. I know you and I will continue to talk, and I can't wait for the tour to launch in the fall. Thank you. Thank you, Sabina. Bye. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out-of-work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sula. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. You can also email me at s-s-u-l-a-t at reworking.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.